Welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits. This is episode 21. We have a special guest on today, Mr. Jude Dolan, who is the creator of the Wednesday League. Uh, this league took place in 2020 and consisted of three matches, which took place from Forest High School all the way to Bankwest Stadium. These games were commentated by Peter Drury, Derek Ray, and Simon Hill. So I hope all you guys enjoy this interview. Jude, welcome. Good to have you on the show, mate. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. No worries. So let's, let's talk a little bit of football, shall we? Um, born in England, moved to Australia. How'd you, involved, how'd you get involved in football? How'd you end up over here? You know what it is? We moved out here through family and I was, I mean, you know, if I turned the camera around, you'd see a bunch of Arsenal shit around this room. But um, <laughs> the being, being a gooner, being literally a gooner since day dot, it was kind of a case of coming out here, came out here, I was only, I was a young and I was like, what, 10, 11? And, uh, not knowing much about what football was like out here. Um, obviously, you've got the Aussie family that's trying to get you swayed to the rugby league type ends. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know where my heart lies. So um, it, it would have just literally just been a case of, oh, there's a team called Sydney FC, let's give them a go. And then before you know it, just the whole culture of Australian football, its ups and downs just got hooked, absolutely hooked. And uh, that's where we find ourselves today. Yeah. So you're a Sky Blues fan, I, I, I'm guessing? Sky Blues fan, I mean, I kind of have to be. Oh, no way. But, um, I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, a lot of people muddle that up and think you're a bit more involved than they uh, than they, uh, than they probably anticipate because of stuff like that. But, I mean, look, it's been a passion for years. Um, like I said, since coming out here and getting involved with it all, getting just, just getting myself to games, really. And yeah. um, just thinking... It, it, and, and there's a lot of people that don't understand it, but they'll never realise the whole, this is still your local professional football club, do you know what I mean? And, um, you know, yeah, well, I, I, I wish I could put it into words for you right now, but bloody hell, it's uh, been a passion for years now. Uh, I, know, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. I'm a, I'm a massive Sydney FC fan, like since they got to their first game. I was there when Dwight yeah. York scored the first goal, and like seen it all, et cetera, and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, I get, I get a lot of the oldie boys just go, um, and we got a group chat for it all, and they go, oh, dude, remember this? And they'll just send a photo of anywhere before 2013. <laughs> like, we've got any photo of Corica in his playing career, and I just get that, oh, dude, remember that? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean, because I follow the A-League quite, quite big as well, and I know Brad, I've convinced Brad to join along yeah, mate. on the odd part, but he's just like, no, nah, Premier League is the best part. Which it is. You got a lot of people, uh, Brad. Fair enough. There's a yeah, lot of it's hard. It's hard. Like, I was going to actually ask you a question about what your thoughts were. Obviously, being from England and being a big Arsenal fan, like, can you see like the big differences between the leagues? Obviously, there is a gap in, in class, but I find it hard to follow in a sense that I do with Chelsea um, and the league, just because down to the, I don't know, your expectations of quality, and you know, when you're watching it and. Obviously, it's not as good, but I get what you mean. Like, what, what do you think are the main differences, like, in your opinion? You know why I don't at all resonate with Euro snobs? And I'm, I'm going to call them that because I despise them. I never think about it as the quality of football being the main aspect. Never think of it like that. Because, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like the A-League should do a, do a promotional campaign where they just have a bunch of banners to say, sorry, we're not the Prem. Because everyone thinks that they, they should be. Because they think that that's the... Obviously, that's the pinnacle level, don't get me wrong. But everyone thinks that just because it's... Because it's not what all these people watch on the weekends on Optus Sport and 
what they're tuned into when they go to when they go to watch a game on Fox. They're like, oh my god, this is woeful. It's nothing like that, and they just don't realise that this <laughs> this is the height of it all. This is this is what other leagues are like. So this is. I mean, I get, yeah, I get your argument. I get your argument. I just think though, when it, I think quality can come into it, in my opinion, because like you when you're watching Premier League week in week out, like obviously Alex sort of you started as an A League fan, sort of thing. Do, do you agree with that or you don't agree with that? Like, did you jump on the A League after you followed Premier League? No, at the same time. Same time. Same time. So, like for me, like I was never, I never really watched the A League. So, like, I was literally just Premier League, and like my expectations watching football is at a Premier League level. If you know what I mean. So, like, yeah. I, I understand, I understand your point, yeah. right? But I just can't, I can't. Like, I love Sydney FC, and like I do technically go for them, but like, I just can't put the passion I can into like Chelsea because of my expectations of quality. But that's probably back on point in the sense that I'm not. It's not like I'm just, you know, consciously oblivious and, and, and disregarding of the whole quality thing. It's more so the fact that the quality, I think, is overseen by or, or just outdone by the actual, just by the actual experience of, you know, this is, and I'll say, I'll sound like a broken record if I say it, say it again, but this is, regardless of the quality, this is your local club. This is who you have the chance to go watch live. This is, to you, like, I, well, my first game out here, First first game going to a Sydney game would have been, it was first round 2014. It was David Villa's first game for Melbourne City. And, um, oh, there. yeah, that. yeah, the one-all draw. And I think that would that would have had, I mean, Allianz looked beautiful that day and we had a, we had a massive TIFO in the cove. And I knew, obviously I had no idea about any of that sort of thing at that time. So that, if anything, A, blew me away and B, made me feel like I was back at the Emirates. Like, honest to God. Um, just being in a stadium where there were so many people. And, and that's where, you know, you kind of grit your teeth a little bit because there's not, there's a lot of days where the stadiums aren't that full nowadays. But, um, I mean, I'm still, I've not been there since those days, so I'm going to keep on going because I I don't know how to word it, man. Honest to God, it's, it's, and it's really hard to explain to someone who is so stuck on Premier League like yourself because um, it's just, there's, there's something else to it. There really is. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Heading back to Arsenal, what are your thoughts on their performance this season? <laughs> I was kind of hoping that you'd uh, just not mention them. Because <laughs> <they're all possible. laughs> yeah. Oh man, well these are the these are the years you have to grin and bear because uh, and it's the cycle, man. It's the cycle of we'll get to, and this is the earliest that the cycles kicked in. Like usually, you can get past the new year without having doubts. You can usually used to get to February before we started to flop. Um, but now we just flop from the get-go. So they just they just save you the, the little tease part of the, of the season. Yeah. Does the Yeah, so does the last two performances give you a bit of hope? Like you reckon there's a little bit of a change going on there? I'll tell you what, it's the it's that Chelsea game is like again, I don't know how to word it because there's that whole feel around the club that everything changes and it kind of masks the fact that we've been so low for so long. Like, they'll use that Chelsea game and they'll think, right, okay, we're back on track. There's nothing more that needs to be done. Just play every game like it's Chelsea and we're fine. Whereas that's that's a lucky strike against Chelsea. You had one game where you came out and had genuine passion. You, you're not going to be able to replicate that exact exact way that you went about those 90 minutes yeah. against every team. Because that's the whole reason that you beat down Chelsea. You, yeah, you feel like they're on, they're on the wave of that Chelsea win. Um, but that, as you say, you don't know how long that will last, and obviously it needs to last. 
This is what's happened for the last few years in the sense that we could go, and it, it happens in, in, in little measly wins as well. So say we've beaten, we've beaten Crystal Palace 2-1 at home where obviously the, the end scoreline, they'll be like, oh, we got away with three points, happy days. But if you if you actually delve into that, the fact that we had what twenty five shots on target and only about you know obviously only the two went in, just everything else like that sort of it gets masked. It really gets masked, and that's where it's been such a toxic sort of underlying trait of Arsenal for the last few years. But I, you know, you can if I had any mate around this area that I talked to about the prem, I could get him on right now and give him a yep. I told you so. Because every time it happens, they say I never get excited about a win when we're going through a period like that. I mean, I think Chelsea was a different story because, I mean, A, it's Chelsea, and B, you could see the genuine passion in the boys' day that, that day. Um, but now it's about, you know, you just got to keep it going, man, and not mask the fact that, not just be like, okay, that's three points. Let's mm. just wipe away everything else. Just keep, you got to keep working, and that's what they so, so lack. Yeah. Ozil's um, going to leave. We all... And agrees. He hasn't been playing for God knows how long. Uh, what are your thoughts on that from an Arsenal fan? Because from me, as a Man United fan, like this is my thought. I think Özil is an absolutely amazing player, like absolutely he's, unreal, he's, and he's a massive loss. He's been, for neglected. he's been neglected, neglected like nothing I've ever seen, and it, it is devastating because you know even he sits there on his four million dollar couch. Yeah. wherever he lives in London because obviously he's still getting the bank in but he, he, he sits there and he does when he's talking on social media he does have a genuine heart for Arsenal and it's just so devastating that that's been like just squashed down it's kind of like what like Fox are trying to do with the with the A-League like they did with the Rugby Union that's something just sort of squash it down until it's nothing and then just palm it off yeah. and that's where it's just devastating because there's a lot of people that know that had he been had he been playing he would have worn his heart on his sleeve he would have been probably the most courageous and the most passionate blokes in that team mm-hmm. and um, I think that's the worst bit about it because I think there's still a lot left in the tank um, in in terms of you know he would still have that love for Arsenal but I mean sitting on sitting on your couch for the whole season yeah. as much as the first half of the season you're like oh yeah I still love this club yeah. you're slowly going to be like Okay, this is dragging on a bit too far now. So like, I, I, I understand and respect his decision, but I just find it devastating because it's, a, it's you just think back to, if there's one thing I've seen this week about it, or just think back to the simpler times when we were so happy that we signed him. You know, everyone, everyone mopping that Sky Sports News presenter and just the whole, the whole buzz around the club then. It just, it just, feel, it just feels like you've wasted a couple of years, really. And... Um, I mean, it's not like we've been going good without him. Who knows? He could have been the turning factor this year. Mm. Um, Arteta, right man for the job or too early? I think it's a case of he's probably got a bit of a clock plan, like a, obviously like a five-year sort of long-term scheme. So we go through the hard yards now to try and... I mean, it's not like we're getting anywhere near a Chris Ball even this year. Yeah, Just going through the, the hard yards now for the, for the next, say, two, three years once he, once he knows the whole club, once everyone... Because I think a lot of people that I think a lot of people, football fans, forget that a manager comes in and he immediately has to adapt literally everyone, not just the players. He has to adapt to everything else that the previous manager has done, that the board does. Mm-hmm. He's got to now be this new mold of the whole club. So once Arteta is in a place where he bloody hell, whether it's he, he knows the 
fucking dinner ladies on a first name basis. Like, so he knows the whole club. It's in his control. And then whatever mood he has, everyone starts to follow. And that's where it is a long-term plan yeah. where if it probably three, four years and will be challenging. Don't quote me on that because I mean, I'm no, say <laughs> on a, on a punditry show, I'm another wannabe pundit. I suppose you can call me now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, just I think I, look, I think he's the right man. Yeah, yeah. In time, and I think I I I can't say anything else other than using Klopp as an example because that took him five years, and look at him now. Yeah, for yeah, sure, man. All right, we'll we'll jump a bit off Arsenal and off the Premier League for a bit. We'll, we'll dive into um, uh, you a little bit more. Um. Do you want to take us through your Wednesday league and sort of how it came about? Where do we start, man? We, uh, best way to word it would be, give it 2019, we're just a bunch of young school kids on the Northern Beaches of Sydney in year 11, just about to go into the big year, the big final year. And one of my best mates, uh, a bloke called Rory, you would have seen him in the series, just, just mugging me off and scoring quite a few. He's a good lad. He's played football. He's played football for years, uh, be it locally. He plays in NPL now um, for Stanmore. Inner West Hawks, actually, they've had their name changed. Yeah. But uh, he, he comes up to us on, and give it, give it two, three weeks before our preliminary exams in year 11. And he just goes, oh, look, let's, let's relieve this, the pressure. Let's all just have a kick about on the oval. Because football has been a thing. It was the reason I moved to this school first off um, all those years ago, because I had mates from, from outside that, yeah, just just like you know, playing for Wakehurst Tigers on the weekends and whatnot. So you're like, you actually want to go to a school where you can rock up on a Monday and you'll be opening your foot packs with everyone. Like they're proper football knowledgeable kids. Yeah. Um, and it was literally just this perfect mix. This one day where he did this Macabre game of of professionalism and taking the piss and actually decent quality football and the mateships and having a laugh. And it was such a respective of 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 why we were there and that we were all such close mates. It was. Two teams, uh, he's done, the black team was all the boys from their pro clubs on FIFA. Um, so it was literally, it was literally just all the lads in there. I think it's called, what's it called? I forget, it's something dogs, um, their pro clubs now. So anyway, they were, they were obviously in black and they had their little dogs logo there. Um, and then we were in white, um, everyone else in the year that wanted to play and we were just sort of like the rest of world 11, like some <laughs> soccer, uh, like some soccer A type shit. Yeah. But, um, and then from there on in, it was literally after, I think it was like a 5-4 and, and the black team won. And then after that, I literally walked up to Rory. My mind was absolutely racing and I went, man, I want to do this proper. Because I've, I've worked before with Sydney FC and with other companies like that. And so I kind of wanted to nick a, bit of my, uh, nick a bit of my experience from working in the industry and just make my own thing. And I was like, look, I'll handle all the nitty gritty. Um, we'll just make you guys the stars. And then it just, at, like... It was like idea after idea and, and, and just going higher up the sort of the ambition sort of ladder and and ticking off every bit as we go. Like for Peter Drury, for example, commentating our first game, which was on the bloody school oval right there where we played the muckabout game had about two, three hundred students from the school sitting on the field to watch it and um, released that one during lockdown where it was, it was just prime time because there was no football on. So we're like, oh, hey, have a look at our new little league. Um, from there on in, I think it was, yeah, game two was Derek Ray, the FIFA commentator. And thank the Lord, I scored probably the best goal of my life that day. <laughs> of him. Um, and, then, and then the big dream. And it had been the dream since day one. And I think through all of 2020, I was really proud to actually have achieved it. But getting that partnership with Bankwest and Bankwest Stadium, being able to play out there 
and it was a little bit of a personal thing, obviously, just wanting to play on Westie's turf. But um, yeah. you know, in terms of the experience of actually the stadium, that new stadium, and getting getting that season, you know, and it, it it did a lot for us getting our name in the door, you know, and 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 getting people to be like, oh, this looks cool, especially if they're getting such a big, you know, the the, the opportunities that have come because of Bankwest coming on board. I just appreciate their work 100%. Always will. So, going to the little nitty-gritty stuff, how did you manage yes. to come Bankwest and, like, get these commentators and whatnot? Like, how did like, how did that work out? Like, what did you do? And it literally, it literally it sounds cheap as hell, but it's so true. Going back to what I said before, Damn. just being ambitious. And it was a case of emails and, 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 and praying and bloody connecting on LinkedIn, for example, like actually just reaching out to these guys. And there was like a little blurb that I'd tell them all. Um, and I'd say the same sort of thing. I, I think I spent like a day wording it when we first started the Wednesday League at the end of 2019. Yeah. It's the first way to, it, just to tell them what it's about. It's these school kids. It's our, us wanting our own platform to replicate the professional scene that we know that, I mean, we've got other careers that we won't be able to ever make it there. Um, and yeah, just that we're, we're doing this big own thing. And, and Peter Drew is honest to God. He's one of the nicest people I've ever had the, had the chance to speak to. He's so humble, so, so down to earth um, and has been from the start. And he offered, he offered his time. He did <laughs> it, that, that day that I received and I was standing right here in this room in the middle of isolation in the middle of, I, would have, I think it would have been like May, June, that type of time. And just got the email back from him with all the audio recordings going back to the commentary. And it was just this we mean business type moment. That was where I was like, no longer chasing my tail, no longer just thinking so big, like it's stuff like this that's actually going to boost us up and, and make this what I want it to be. That's and there we have it. Because like, we're a massive Peter Jury fan. Like, yeah, he's, Peter Jury sits higher than Martin Tyler with me. Yeah, like we reckon he's up there with a goat, like as commentators go. That's unreal. If he's not there already at goat status, then uh, he's certainly working his way up the ladder. Yeah. I think, as going back to what I said before about game two with Derek Ray, I think game one, I probably scored the shoddiest goal of my career in the game one, but hey, still had it commentated by Peter Drew, so there's no complaints there whatsoever. Little yeah, trickle yeah. in under the keeper of the originals, and I was like, we'll make it work. Peter will make it work. And he did. He's very good. So the name Wednesday League, I'm guessing, I'm going to take a guess here. Did the that first game that you were talking about, did that take place on a Wednesday? Am I wrong? Funnily enough, it didn't. But oh, wow. the whole thing with our school was that sport would always be on Wednesdays and through the through through from year from year seven to up in in the sort of junior years where they, they actually don't have school sport anymore. So hence trying to make this so we had our own little thing. Um, it was all like always Wednesday afternoon, as soon as that school bell rings twelve. You know, you get on the bus, you go down to the football pitch, or you just go to the local over one, um, play against other schools, that type of thing. And and and, and honest, I mean, it, it might depend who, because we've got like what 130 children we had in that year. Um, but if you talk to a, a a good chunk of double digits of them, they tell you that that football is such a huge thing, and it was in our year. And I mean, I mean, it's what binded us together to do stuff like we did in 2020. So. But yeah, that's literally where it all started from was the whole Wednesday sport and not having it anymore um, due to the senior years. And obviously that's it's one of the coming of ages that you sort of step away from that because you've got to study time um, and then spent that study time creating the Wednesday League. So we had our own thing, really. Yeah. 
Very good. When it when it as well, um, going back to uh, I guess sponsorships and stuff like that. When how are they all coming through like your LinkedIn's and your emails? I obviously like your connection with Fox Sports. I obviously looked one of your videos um, with Fox Sports um, and obviously like your Rebel Sports sponsorships and stuff like that. Is that all come from just reaching out or is that, have you got a connection there or anything like that? It is a, it is a sort of mix of the two in the sense that due to, and I'm, I'm very lucky with the, some of the marketing work that I've assisted with at Sydney FC, which I mean, in itself was, was, was brilliant for me the last couple of years. And obviously through that, you know, you know, who's the right person like there was one point I was in touch with Greg O'Rourke about a potential Bankwest thing um, with the A-League, but obviously because of COVID that kind of got a bit buggered because they had a bit more, you know, they had their priorities lying where it needed to, to keep the league running. But um, it, 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 again, like I said before, it is literally just the, the whole ambitious reaching out type thing. And then once you give them that sort of blurb and make them aware of what you're doing, it is, a, I'm very lucky in the sense that I do get a lot of people that are like, oh, how's this not, bigger yet do you know what I mean like how have we not heard about this already and that that's quite a flattering comment to to get and not only of course does that just mean that these sponsorships like Rebel for example like obviously we only had them on for um we only had them on for game three last year because it was just obviously late notice and COVID and finance blah 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 um but talking to them this year they're really keen to jump on it again with the uh with the new season and hopefully do a bit more for it so now that we're in the door, I think that's honestly the one thing that I can say to anyone is that just you might look like a bit of a brat at the, at the start, but if you do be ambitious and you do actually just spike the bullet, keep your fingers crossed, and that's how that's literally how this whole thing's been made, man. Although, don't get me wrong, it's not all luck. There's been a lot of hard work, and I think that whole I was in isolation for 50 days, I think between March and May or June, whenever it was, and I think every day of those was still up at seven, eight sitting here all day have a sore ass because you've been sitting down all day by the end of the night but um yeah just just go every day that was how it went man and and, and it, 2020 was huge for me and stuff like these sponsorships just made it even better yeah it's decent um going to the teams there's forest select and is it no forest originals north sydney select is it and funnily enough i got this little mug to show you a little bit now i've got this for the so you got the forest originals yeah, yeah, they are. And that's uh, they they ran out the winners in the end, and then there was my Northern Sydney select. So they were the originals is based off of um, the pro clubs boys. Mm-hmm. So they from the back of that they wore they wore black, and they had their, they were kitted out by Adidas, and they had our old our old year advisor who's a very football savvy. I think her husband plays for Northern Tigers first or something. Okay. So I mean, it's you you see how big football is in this sort of community. Um, but yeah, so they were. That was that was that was Rory and, and all of his pro clubs boys that started that, and they they did for a while become the favourites, and I think they looked it on paper because you had a couple of kids, you had a lot of kids that were in our uh, like sort of like were playing Div One under 18s locally in the MWFA, and then you obviously had Rory and people like like that, that were playing MPL or had experience in the MPL, yeah, and then anyone that didn't have didn't have experience because that's been the best bit about this is because you don't have to be a certain level. We literally had kids that didn't kick a ball between game one and game two and they were stars of the show. So yeah. you've got such a mix of people and if it's not their if it's not their experience and their skill that's getting them that sort of quality on the field, yeah. it's honestly it works like FIFA. It's like their bloody chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. In this they've got that connection. Um so yeah you got the originals. Um 
they won out the winners in the end um, of the first season. And then you got my Northern Sydney select. And we were always the underdogs. Um, but we had a bunch of kids who were, obviously, it's, it's, it just stemmed off the back of that rest of world sort of team from, game, from, the, from, the, from the trial game in the pre-season, where this idea whole stemmed from back in 2019. Um, and it's kind of through that that we sort of gained a connection. And our coach was um, by far the most football savvy teacher in the school. And she was just, I think she came up to, after we lost the game at Vanquest, um, she came up to every single kid in, in, in our team and was just giving them a, a, like a little bit, like a, on the way out, just as we were heading back to the coach, she'd like wait there and get and, and give every person like, you were fantastic today, man, honest to God, you were brilliant. And it's not like generic, she'd just say to everyone to make them feel a bit better. Like she had a different thing for everyone. And she was just, I'm really glad that those two same coaches are hopping on board for this year's season and taking the new kids. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, they, they, they're honestly a gift to, to the league and they know the exact values of it and what we're trying to do. And they know how much it sort of means to these kids to be playing at somewhere like Banquest and the experience. I think they would chuff themselves that they were on the sidelines. Yeah. But, um, you'd be in the faces of the originals and the select for this mm. first year. Yeah. In terms of the logo, what's the design and the um, colour scheme thoughts? Is it pro, just the, pro clubs or...? The originals logo... Say that again, sorry. Uh, is it because of pro clubs colours or is it or is it school colours uniform? Yeah, it's a mix between the two. I'm just looking down at the Originals logo now. So obviously there's a massive dog across the front, which is obviously in, in, in tribute to their pro clubs boys, mm-hmm. um, which funny enough, a lot of people didn't think they were like, what's the connotation between this massive dog in a chain around his neck um, <laughs> and the Forest High School in the Northern Beaches? That seems a bit of a weird uh, mix. But obviously they've got the, they've got the school colours. I think the black, the black that they wear would be um, connotations to the dogs, um, but obviously the greens that are in the logo are connotations of the school. And I think one thing that's, that needs to be made clear, and a lot of people actually think, don't know, they don't know about it, because we do a lot of work with the New South Wales Department of Education, who've done many an article, they've, they've covered it many a time, they keep close watch of it, they love what we're doing, obviously, because it's so tied in with the school. Mm-hmm. But it is a completely different thing to the school. It's not in any way run by any staff or any background of the forest high school it's literally its complete own 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 entity um which 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 makes it like for example this year there's a couple of kids that have left the forest to go to other schools but they've still got mateships with the boys from um from the forest so they're going to be coming back to to, to play just on the wednesday because it because it's not like they have to be a student or be you know, signed up to any school rep team or any sort of stuff like that. It's not, it's, for example, like it's not the same team that you put forward to play against Bagala Boys Campus or some sort of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that's the that's the originals, obviously stemming from that sort of forest, representing the forest sort of background. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the select, I think, I, with the select logo, I think we put it together in about two hours and then went, that actually looks kind of mint. Let's just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a map in the middle of the entirety of Northern Sydney, all the way from up, like up Hornsby up as if you go towards the Central Coast and then all the way down to like the Spit Bridge. And you've pretty much got, I think if I tilt the camera down a little bit, you can see a little bit over here. Oh yeah. Um, we're somewhere on that side, but still, I mean, I think because of the plans for the select in the future and, and growing, the, growing it as a team, and believe me that you'll hear more about that in 2021 and two, um, being able to involve more people that are in this, this full area and then everywhere outside of it as well, just getting more people 
yeah. on board with the select and having it as a big community of itself, which is a big plan that I can't wait for. But I'll always, I'll always have, uh, I'll always have love for the selects, especially with the boys that we played with this in this first year. So that, that that logo, as simple as it is, will always mean a lot to me, really. Right, definitely. All right, I got a hypothetical question for you. Um, yeah. What or who would be your dream person to endorse the league? Oh wow! <laughs> you know what it is. You hear, you hear a lot of people, and I'm going to go back to what I was saying before about the bigger plans for the Northern Sydney selectors itself in the future, which I want to do. You've had a lot of people that say stuff like hashtag United and Spencer Owen type thing. We've got a bit of a collab going with them and a bit of a, a bit of a game like a sort of YouTube Ashes where you play against hashtag as the English representatives and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I think it's if you were to think more of a case of like. Uh, like like on the field or like as a coach or something. I mean, get someone like Arsene Wenger to pop in as the originals coach for the season or something mental like that. But this is, I, I, I wish I could give you one answer. And this literally, it's, it, I'm glad you asked that because it does sort of highlight and you are able to see now the sort of feeling that I was saying before about when you sort of think about this, you think the endless opportunities and the sort of ambitions that you can think about. So you, you say, who would you want to collab with? I'm thinking who can I reach? And that's where obviously the bubble's so big because I'm like, if we try hard enough, we can get, like, I don't know, we can get bloody Pele on board if we really tried hard enough. <laughs> um, and, and and that's where, yeah, just big names are, are, are really just a bit of hard work and a bit of ambition away. So, the thing is, if you well, take Pele, that's, that's like, the thing is, if you take LA, right, he's going to take all your goal stats and chuck them on his Instagram. So, I mean, it'll, yeah, it'll probably, we count Wednesday league goals, but we just won't let him on the field. Now, yeah. I tell you what, if, even if we won't let him on the field, he'd be sitting in the uh, he'd be sitting in the sheds, kicking a ball against the net in the back of the uh, changing room, and he'll count those goals. This is this uh, is tally. Anything to get over Messi. Uh, so, what are you planning for the future or short term, twenty twenty one, or the broader future for the Wednesday league? Twenty twenty one, man. I cannot wait. A lot of work's been happening this week, even right off the bat of the first week of twenty twenty one in the sense that we've got, I think it's 30 to 35 new kids signed up um, to be the new stars of it. And they, because obviously they saw what happened last year and they're like, oi, let's do this. And yeah, back into the, it would still be the originals and the select for this year. It's going to be the new kids from the new year 12 cohort of the Forest High School. Um, so obviously we've, we've pissed off now. We've graduated. We've left it down to them lot um, to sort of, to be the heirs to the throne, carry the baton on. Um, and you've, you've, you've got so many kids in there that are so keen. You've got some great footballers. You've got some, you've got some people that have a bit of experience and some that this might be their first time picking a ball, but everyone just together, it's going to be a fantastic year for that. And then, like I said before, like I kind of hinted at before, next year there's a bit of a plan for the select to become its own thing. I don't know how much of that I want to disclose right now, but uh, it's uh, there's big things for it. And I can link back to the fact that people have called me Spencer Owen before in the sense that I've got similar ambitions down here in Oz with a bit of, bit of a hashtag-esque type thing. Just having its own sort of community and actually, because I've seen a lot, of, a lot of people do it before and just not really hack it correctly in the terms of trying to, yeah. trying to get their ALs team in the local district association this big youtube club and it's just i mean i think if we did it right we could make the select such a big thing where you boys from Wollongong could travel up and watch the games and uh just get yeah, so almost community. like a, um 
like what DT does. He's got his own club that plays in North London there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's something like a something like a hashtag type SE Dons. I've I draw I draw a lot of respect and inspiration from the SE Dons, which is a club in sort of southeast London. It just just their sort of attitude and their sort of family feel, um, their community feel around their sort of videos and, and whatnot. And they they just play Sunday League. They're not like hashtag where they're like semi professional. Um, like they're literally playing against chippies and, and carpenters every weekend. But the, the pure passion of the family they've been able to create from it's fantastic. Yeah. So the dreams again, just like the ambitions I'm talking about before, the dreams are well and truly big. Very good. Um, the boys going on from that, uh, what you've just said, uh, the boys that played in 2020, um, is there any plans for those guys to form a team or continue to play each other or stuff like that? Is there, yeah, there, is, a, there is a plan? There is a plan somewhere in the middle of the fi- uh, in the middle of the season, rather when we've sort of got to know the new kids and whatnot. That hopefully should most of them either not move away or be sidetracked by like uni commitments, etc. Because because I think the whole thing about the Wednesday League is the fact that we were able to be these stars during our final year, and then because everyone else has got other careers, that's why they're not going to make it as a footballer. So this is their limelight. So hopefully we can still have them back in if they're not sidetracked by these careers which supposedly was the whole point of it but uh now fingers crossed because i mean a lot of people for the forevermore and it's a thing that we sort of think about behind the scenes we think no matter how big this wednesday league is going to get from here you know we'll always be the og faces we'll always be the year ones um the original originals and the original select you know what i mean um so i mean a, a, a guest appearance from them this year maybe playing against the new kids bit of an old year 11 v year 12 sort of derby type thing Re, re, reinvigorated in the in the graduate days yeah It'd be good um we'll see where we go from it but yeah no i'm really keen for something like that if we were able to do the, the uh if we we're able to explore that oh, decent yeah fingers crossed is it's gonna be a good one this year i'm keen yeah. on it ah, that sounds great all right pushing on fifa 20 ultimate team do you rock it 21 mate. fifa 21 <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> fifa 21 sorry jeez what a mistake ultimate team do you rock it out I do a little bit when I get the time. I mean, a lot of time nowadays, especially over this new year, you think it's a bit of a kickback type of thing. I've got my days where I'm working on Wednesday League stuff and, and doing a few other things elsewhere. And then um, whenever I get the chance, hop on with the boys. We've, we've got our own pro clubs team as well as the, obviously the originals have got theirs and then there's yeah. kind of another one as yeah. well. Um, so if we're kind of flicking between ultimate team and pro clubs, I'm, I'm, I'm honest to God, I used to, I used to lap it up. I used to love my FIFA. I used to be... Grinded on it every day. And I'm talking like the prime days. I'm talking like FIFA 14. You'd come yeah. in from like year seven classes and, and you'd, ho- you'd, you'd hop on, you'd close the door and you'd put your headphones on and Dreaming by Small Balls is playing and Love Me Again by John Newman. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh, don't. But yeah, I wouldn't say rock it out, but I certainly try and get back to the glory days. I mean, I packed a legend in that first year in FIFA 14. So if we can get back up to those days, then happy days. Who did you pack? It was, <laughs> funnily enough, it was only Robbie Fowler, but I was a little kid that was gassed about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, yay, my at the time. And I'm like, oh my God, I used to do, uh, funnily enough, I used to do my own YouTube videos. And we got up to, there was, a, there was a point in that where we got up to about, what, 500, 600 subs. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah. And um, I'm not I'm not talking that sort of little cheesy stuff that you you know you'd film when you're toaster and you'd edit on your iMovie. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, I'm, 
you've got all these kids in in year six and year seven that are just like saving up for a new scoot board, scoot, scoot board? new scooter or skateboard. Yeah, it's um, a bit of a hybrid mix between the two. Gotta get, <laughs> get that. But uh, we're saving up for stuff like that, or saving up for I don't know whatever it is, like a, a Volcom backpack or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm saving up for the Elgato game capture that Rotashaw and KSI use in their videos, so that I can do my own type of thing. And that was literally what it was. I remember the day that I got it. It was it was like March of year seven, and I was so so happy. I was like, this is gonna transform my life. This is gonna, <laughs> gonna get me my 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 big big plaque play button mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah <laughs> it kind of translates into what i do nowadays you know wanting to yeah. be in sort of mm-hmm. sort of film and whatnot I've, I've honest to god i've been thinking about starting up the youtube days again doing it proper again this time yeah. just to i don't know i mean they were fun days so um that was when i'd really rock out fifa but i do now when i have the chance still i don't know don't exactly have the most banging team we're probably at about a probably about a 50k budget that's how that's how little i play it yeah. But, uh, we make what we do. Maybe it's not. Oh, sorry. I was saying maybe it's written in the stars that the uh, Wednesday league can start up a hashtag on YouTube. Well, and then we get uh, we get ourselves in FIFA as well. We get the kits in like they yeah. did. Oh, that'd be mint. I'll tell you that. If ever that happens, I'll just revisit this podcast and be like, oh, we said it this day. It's where <laughs> it stemmed from. We we were there to experience the first hand. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You helped me along the way. I'll uh, I'll have your name in the in the credits. All right. We'll take we'll take a little ten percent. So it's all good. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten. All right, but <laughs> um, yeah. Just back to pro clubs. What division are you guys in? Oh, dude, this team's in like seven. <laughs> we don't play it much at all. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, man. But it's funny. Because you got all the boys from the originals who have just won Div 1. And now that they've got a bit of a chip on their shoulder, they're all, oh, like it was their big moment. Like everyone's, it's every, it's on everyone's Snapchat stories, let alone yeah. group chats. Yeah. Um, now all you hear is, oi, challenge our club, you dog. Get us on, play us, play us, play us. Because they've got that chip on their shoulder now. Yeah. And we're like, oh, mate, we work like nine to five. And bloody, we, we play FIFA for about an hour at like 10 to 11 at night. We're, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys have just won div one like you've just reached the pinnacle that the world is that the world is waiting for but these i mean these guys like that's the whole thing about the originals is that they've been using this dogs pro club since they were in like what year seven yeah so they've had that you know i mean the chemistry there if you could go above 100 chem like four they'd probably double it to be fair by this point the loyal the loyalty is flashing yeah because we've got a pro clubs club like like a wannabe pundits one um, with a group of mates and I don't know if you've listened to our other podcast but we do a round table special we actually had right, okay. we filmed an episode last night where we debate and argue and <laughs> I'm gonna, all right, put it this way right so that will come out next week on sometime yeah. next week but I, I lost my head just some like we'll we're putting all Premier League players in tier lists and I, I was losing it some players should I oh is that what the story was about okay fair fair, fair. Yeah. so I was just like yeah. absolute losing it yeah, so that's 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 the hence oh, story. That's what pro clubs does to you. Yeah. That's what pro clubs does to you. But um, that yeah. yeah. So what are we, like, what are we in div? We're in div three. Thought, now. Are we div three? I thought we div two. We're in div I, two. I'm, I'm played for a while. Yeah, we've tipped in from div two to div three. Yeah, we kind of tipped between div three, div two, and then we have like five games in a row where we just banter and just like take the piss, <laughs> and then we have like a couple games where we're like. Slash forward, serious, 
sitting like this close away yeah. from the TV. We are huge, like, yeah, yeah. losing streaks, winning streaks. Yeah, but we've had more promotions, he demotions, so that we'll take that in hand. But is it a five against me? I think. Funnily enough, I've got the PlayStation here, but um, you know, when I get the opportunity, I rock, rock on to my brother's little Xbox that he's got in there, and we get on yeah. with the Xbox boys. So kind well, of switch between the two whenever we have the chance. Tell you what, I think there might have to be a little pro clubs game. Um, yeah. yeah. Pundits Ooh. against North Sydney Select and Forest Originals. Bit of a Wednesday League, uh, bit of Wednesday League special episode. Yeah. I you know what? To be, to be fair, I was literally just thinking that. I was thinking uh, maybe that's something that we do in 2021 with the with the Wednesday League. Get the get the old pro clubs boys back on and just do a couple of episodes of their gameplay. Yeah. That could be. I mean, you hear some of their group chats, it's bloody hilarious, honestly, that could make some good video content. Yeah. And then we play against you guys, and, and, and you got your Div 1s versus your Div 3s, and a couple of Div 7s representing as well. <laughs> it's a bit of a big mix, Yeah, but it's a bit like Wednesday League in a sense. Yeah, we record yeah, from level we, to level. We always record our games when we play, but we don't really do anything with it for the moment. But like, yeah, some of the say to each other is the banter, and yeah. Yeah, uh, that'd be okay. good. That's good. Um, do you want to do that? All right, pushing on. A little quick fire round. Just yeah, almost end up with. So, Messi or Ronaldo? Oh. <laughs> you, said this was, you said this was quick fire. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go Messi, to be fair. Messi. And I won't get into it. Let's do quick fire. Sponsorship from Fox Sports or Sky Sports? What Sky being the UK? I honestly, I think I think Sky just because obviously their you yeah. know connection with the Premier League going bigger than Fox now that we kind of tick them off the list. Um, play in the snow, rain, or heat? Oh, haven't played in the snow. Played in a lot of the rain being in England. Played yeah. in a lot of the heat coming down to Oz. So give the snow a go. See what that's like. Being in England, you've never played in the snow. Yeah, full. Never yeah, played in the snow. The day that I flew to. Uh, I think we were about five minutes off our trip from leaving our house for the last time and going to Heathrow Airport. It started snowing for the first time I've seen in about five years. Just yeah, as we were going. No word of a lie. Spewing. Absolutely spewing. I've played in the snow once and that was unreal. Loved it. They have football pitches in Threadbow? No, I played in Oxford. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so I lived there for four years. And one, one day we went out, warmed up. It was freezing as... Gaffer was like, oh, it's going to snow soon, apparently. It's on its way. We get changed, team talk, walk outside, pitches white. Ball skims, makes a line. Like, it was so satisfying. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what's probably the closest I can get was uh, was playing just for the Wacos boys down at, we'd have this tournament in Canberra every yeah. July. Yeah. And we'd go down there and it'd be the first two weeks of two weeks of July and you're literally playing in about minus two. You got frosty, I wouldn't call it snow, but you got frost all across the ground. We played Liverpool. We played Liverpool Olympic one day, and literally every single person on the field had their long sleeves and their gloves and their yeah. and their skins on underwoods and everything like that. Some even had bloody beanies on. Yeah. Uh, pineapple on a pizza. Honestly, I'd go it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate me. Okay, good. Oh, oh, I agree. I agree. agree. Oh, we agree. Hundred percent. Pineapple on pizza. That was a bit of a heart in, heart in mouth moment. I didn't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> um, sauce in the cupboard or in the fridge. Oh, in the fridge, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. Good shout. Good shout. All right, here's a, here's a good one. Tottenham or Chelsea? Oh. oh. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I know. It's got to be. It's got to be Chelsea, hasn't it? <laughs> it has to be. That was killer. Um, I say that. Here we go. Wednesday league in England or Australia? Australia. We need to grow the game out here, man. That's the main part of it. To be fair. Yeah, that's good. All right, here's a good one. Western Sydney or Macarthur? I went to Macarthur's first game and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Honest yeah. to God, as much the worst bit about it, and I had a bit of a Twitter rant about it. I said, I looked at the TV broadcast, it looked nothing like it. It looked like the crowd was less. I'm mean, honest to God, I don't know what Fox are trying to do to kill this league. They must have turned it down a little bit. Yeah. Because it didn't like the noise there and the atmosphere that was there, I I there was about five thousand there, well spaced out. As much as a lot of people on telly hated the cowbells, they did have their own atmosphere, especially through COVID not being allowed to sing. Yeah. But I genuinely enjoyed it. So I will happily, any day of the week, go MacArthur over Western Sydney. Yeah, absolutely. I actually hate Western Sydney with passion, with the passion so, so much. Like, I, I can't stand them. Like, I, I hate them so much. Like, oh, Derby Day. That's it. We're close. It's not long to go now. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Um, chip a keeper or score a header? Oh, I'd say chip a keeper. Yeah, I'll go chip a keeper for that. Yeah, just for that. You're mugging him off, ain't you? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. A chip is a real mug. It's a real muggy finish, isn't it? Um, mm. Scoring the winner at Bankwest or ANZ? Um, I'd say Bankwest because again goes back to what we were saying before about Western Sydney. Probably means that a little bit more. Yeah, there were a few. There were a few dreams about it. Obviously, heading up to that game, and then if it weren't for that one free kick, I would have had a woeful game. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was definitely the dream. So I'll go with Bankwest again on that one. Yeah, nice. Um, Adidas or Nike? I feel like Adidas do a lot more. Like, I feel like Nike kind of just jump on board with teams, give them the same generic template, and then that's the way it goes. But Adidas seem to do a lot more and, and, and know a bit more about each club. So I reckon I'll go with, with Adidas, to be fair. Yeah, no, don't yeah. ruin, don't, don't take away my sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you. I still love you. Um, Xbox or PlayStation? I've switched between the two for the last like five years, but now I think I'm settled back on PlayStation because that's where a lot of the boys are. So yeah. I'll side with you on that one, man. Yeah, decent. No, that was good, that. Little uh, last question. At the end of the football season, like all football season starting back up, MPL and your local leagues or whatever, what are the chances if we get a little cheeky Forest Original, Sydney Select, and a FC Pundits little tournament going? Tell you what, that sounds all right, you know. Yeah. That sounds all right. When, when would that be, do you reckon? So... Season ends August, September. Yeah. End 100%. of September, October. Hopefully by then, coronavirus is... I reckon we'll be all right being Australia. We, I think we can handle it very well compared to other countries. I mean, we were almost out of it. New South Wales were almost out of it in November and then old mates didn't quarantine and then next yeah. thing I know, all Northern Beaches have got it again. Yeah. So what do you reckon? Yeah. Bit of a shout. I have been thinking about expansion in that sort of thing and obviously, yeah. you know, getting other sort of Australian sort of football avid lovers like you guys in, in, in with it as well as just the sort of school communities like it kind of is. Um, funnily enough, I've had Western Sydney Wanderers that are, that are that there's a little bit that we potentially might be doing with them. And, and look, when it comes to stuff like that, and when it comes to the growth of Aussie football, I'll put the names aside and I'm keen on it. 
and um and the bloke from the club that I've been talking to actually isn't that much of an arse as you'd expect from Western Sydney. So <laughs> I'm open to, and there goes that sponsorship. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I'm open to stuff like that and working with, I mean, say if, say if we were doing this in England and Arsenal and Tottenham wanted to do a thing together, I'd probably say to grow it, let's do it. Yeah. Um, it, it means more being in Australia. So, was, I mean, whether it's us guys in a tournament or, um, yeah. or anything that big, like just, just as, as far as we can grow it, man, as far as we can make this such a big, enjoyable name, yeah. then, um, yeah, more than happy to. Yeah, I think it's something we should all sit down and plan because I've, I've, yeah, like, I've planned out a few tournaments and stuff like that in the past with mm-hmm. other little things. So, but yeah, no. Add it but, to the CV. Yeah, add it to the CV. Brad's got a well, your degrees marketing, isn't it? Yeah, mate. So... Fresh, fresh out of uni, mate. So there we go. Yeah. Sorted. But um, yeah, mate. Uh, thanks for having. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, right, your time, and uh, it was very interesting to get um the thoughts of your Wednesday league. And um, yeah, mate. Um, we're very happy to have you, and hopefully we can set up this tournament. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice to um keep that connection flowing. Absolutely. But yeah, thanks for uh, jumping on. And if you need to pundits for a pre-game halftime show oh, and, and like pre-game uh, post-game show better than SBS or ABC <laughs> there was a ring mate we'll be there we'll be there you're right there on, you're on the wish list now there we go beautiful <laughs> uh, anyway cheers for that Jude appreciate it good chat